brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It is great to be here. Thank you all for being with us. It is Friday. If you're new to the program, what we do on Friday is we do a thing we call Rapid Fire Friday. We've been doing it for years and years, and we try to move through questions as quickly as we can. So now's a good time to queue your call up. Our lines are open, 610-363-1110. If you want to put your question up on Facebook or our website, if you are watching at financialissues.org, there is a place there you can put a question up. So do that as well, but please keep it as pithy as possible. Make sure if you're asking me a financial question or a particular question about uh, something you're doing, you know, give me an idea at least of how old you are and, you know, or how far you are from retirement or something like that. So uh, I have a tiny bit of background that'll help me. So uh, appreciate, I would appreciate that. You can put your questions up. Uh, also, uh, I hope that if you're a partner, you heard or you will go to the website and hear my commentary this morning. Uh, nothing earth, sh- earth shattering, but there is a thing there that I give you a little bit of comfort in and uh, about what might be coming. Concerns that we have about what might be coming with all the elections and such. And I am uh, pleased. I've been thinking about this. It's been weighing on me. So uh, what I did was I came up with a, a solution, a plan for all of us, that all of the partners that I am going to put out to our partners in October, early October, uh, probably not much sooner than that, possibly, but probably not, uh, because I don't want to put it out and have to change it because of something else that might have occurred. So I'm going to wait a while. I'm going to put a video out that is going to explain what I want you to do and show you so that you understand it. So it's going to be a uh, contingent plan. And the contingency is that if somehow God allows for reasons we won't know till we get in glory for Biden to win the election. I can't imagine that happening, and I'm sure most of you can't. 
but you're going to have a plan. If you're a partner, you're going to have a plan in place for the plan is for the days, the few days after the election. That is what the plan's for. So I would tell you if you are concerned about that, I would tell you to continue on with our strategy the way it is laid out and we we will have. So um, it's one of those great benefits of being a partner of the ministry. So I'm really uh, excited that I have a plan. I got to be, I got to be honest with you because um, I slept good last night. So I had been thinking about this for a long time, uh, probably two months. And I've had lots of time, a, little, a lot more time than I normally do. I'm not traveling. So I had several different alternatives that I had been thinking through of what I was going to do. And I narrowed it down to the one that I'll reveal to you in October um, of, of a plan. And uh, there was just a certain piece that came over me about this is the way to go. It's not, it's not earth shattering. It's not a dramatic plan, but it is a strategy and a plan that I'm going to ask you to all put in place uh, for the few days before the election and uh, keep there for several days after the election. So, um, but in the meantime, the beauty of it is that if President Trump wins, and I believe he will, but please, I, I, I hesitate so much saying that because I'm so fearful that you all may become complacent and think, well, you know, he's going to win, so it's okay. It's raining out, and it's miserable, and it's, you know, it's starting to get cold, and I'm not going to the elections, and wait in line. I'm not, it's okay. He's going to win. I don't want anybody to get complacent, and that is my concern. The reason he is president and did what he has done is because nobody in evangelical circles got complacent. We all understood I think for the first time ever, how critically important it was that we get out. And there was, I don't want, I don't believe that there was this new, uh, uh, a surge of a new base that was formed, developed and put into action. I don't think that was the case at all. I think it was what was put into action is people that were already ideologically there that just decided, hey, I'm going to work for this. I'm going to make sure this happens. And that's what happened. And we got to do that again, even in a bigger way if we can. Um, if for some reason the election would not go in President Trump's favor, we're done. We will, it'll be the end of America as we know it. Because as you have seen the rabid-ridden radicals that we have right now will be as rabid as ever. And the progressive movement is going to take leaps and bounds to the likes of which we had never imagined in the next four years after that. And um, it's not going to be 
uh, a good thing. So we're gonna, we've got a plan, and I'm excited about it, uh, that we have that. And I am thankful that we have so many partners that are going to take advantage of that and are waiting patiently for it. I've already gotten so many emails about the commentary and people saying thank you. I already feel somebody just, uh, I got one comment that said, uh, I'm looking for it now, um, that said comforting, just comforting to know that you're working on an October plan. So uh, that it should be comforting and that's why I did it. I want, I want to sleep well this summer and you are too because we got a plan. So because of that, we can move on. We can keep doing what we're doing. We can maintain our strategy because here's the thing. Our strategy is putting us in a position so that we are poised to take advantage immediately, to take advantage immediately on what happens the day after the election when President Trump wins. So that's the, that's the idea. So thank you. I'm, I'm glad and I'm glad I'm able to do this for our partners. It is a blessing. And uh, I, I believe that it is, um, the plan is from God and, and laid it on me as I was wrestling with three, first four, but three different plans that I had narrowed it down to. So good stuff. 610-363-1110. It is Rapid Fire Friday. We're gonna, we are going to move through calls. And uh, let's see. All right. Well, okay. So ho hold up. I got to get my uh, notes. Too late now. All right. Well, all right. We'll be uh, right back. Rapid Fire Friday. I'll go through a couple things. We're going to get to phones and stay with phones for the next two hours and 40 minutes. We'll be back. Communication itself is God's design. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so important because it's vital to Him. Yeah. Um, communication creates intimacy. Good communication isn't going to just be there right. for most people. And I think it is important to make it a priority continually as things change. You can have different types mm -hmm. of communication. And you can meet each other in the middle and you can figure out what it is that that person needs from you. Yeah. Yeah. Communication um, is everything with your tone. It's yes. how you say something yeah. respectfully. As you communicate with God, you get closer to each other. Yeah. It's like the triangle yes. effect with God at the top yeah. and then mm -hmm. you and your spouse at each point. Join a sisterhood of faith. Watch Outspoken right here on FISM-TV. COVID-19 has not only negatively impacted the world's economy, but it's taken lives. The conditions in India have become so bad that many people have completely lost hope. The lockdown by the central government has made it difficult for people to obtain food. Join us 
for this campaign called Hashtag Strong with India Partners and help India Partners provide food for those affected by COVID-19. By giving a donation of any amount, you will receive two copies of my book, The Fear of Money. Go right now to FISM.TV slash strong with India Partners and donate. Be an answer to prayer. Help feed the hungry in India. Thank you. God bless. So the markets are headed for what they hope to be the fourth, the uh, fourth winning week out of five. That's sure to be nice. Futures are up, mostly because of a report coming out of Bloomberg that China was set to up its purchases of U.S. farm products to comply with phase one of the trade agreement. The report eased concerns about U.S.-China trade relations as the two, country two countries exchanged some pretty heated rhetoric uh, regarding the coronavirus. So uh, the Dow futures rose about 260 points when this news came out. It's still up. The move implies a higher open, obviously. NASDAQ futures up. S&P futures up as well. So all of this uh, between uh, a settling down of some of the rhetoric and the notion that there is an economy getting restarted and trying to gain a little bit of momentum, we are looking at a possible four out of five weeks of gains in the markets, and that would be great. Pre-markets uh, are also being helped by United Airlines up 2%, Kohl's up 5%, and just on Monday, there was talk about Kohl's being able to survive. So Kohl's up 5%, and of course, the S&P and the NASDAQ composite, uh, you know, are headed uh, up as a result. And again, fourth weekly gain in as many weeks, and Dow is up 1.9% on the week to date. So hopefully today will be a strong day. We will see. Some interesting news. Um, home buying is at an 11-year high. Home buying at an 11-year high. They're saying a lot of that is because of the mortgage rates. 30-year mortgage decreased to 3.3% from 3.38%. That is an all-time record low on mortgage rates. Nobody that you know um, or did, you know, grandparents or whatever, nobody you knew uh, had a mortgage rate as low as you could possibly get a mortgage rate right now if you have 20% down and you're ready to finance, 3.3%. Some of you may be sitting on a mortgage of 4.5% and maybe it's time to refi to try to pick up some extra cash flow, something that you might want to think about. Two former Federal Reserve economists said yesterday um, that and this was uh, along with the Treasury Department, that the Treasury Department uh, and Federal Reserve saying they should ease and increase 
and increase, ease some of the terms that they have out there now, the Treasury Department has on banks, so that banks can increase their fees in order to boost participation in the central bank's new effort, the Federal Reserve's new effort to lend directly to small businesses and mid-size U.S. businesses. So uh, they need, the, the government needs to lift or uh, ease up on those restrictions so that if somebody is coming to them, a small business, uh, a ministry, a large business or a mid-sized business coming to them to take advantage of some of the loan opportunities for small businesses uh, at great interest rates, they need to, they need, uh, the government needs to ease up the restrictions on banks so the banks can charge a little bit of fee. Uh, I think that we've got to incentivize banks to make these loans, incentivize since uh, banks even go after these loans. Look, banks have no reason why they want to chase these loans. They're not making any money off them. There's no reason to really chase them down. So it only makes sense uh, that, listen, a bank's fee is to death. I'm not a favor, in favor of fee, but at the same time, I'm in favor of getting some of the liquidity and some of the money flowing through capital markets uh, because of this lending process, not to mention shoring up maybe small businesses. So hopefully we'll see that happen. Two of the Federal Reserve officers said yesterday that they were hopeful that better days are ahead in the economy amid this continued uh, corona pen pandemic, even as one of them warned that it's going to take a very long time for the economy to get back where it was before the crisis started. That may be true, but it's just going to take uh, a little bit longer, um, I think. This is what a Fed... Uh, one of the Fed presidents were saying, than we uh, were thinking in February. And while this processing is all playing out, the economy will need support from both the Federal Reserve, which it is getting, and the government support efforts, which it is getting, according to uh, the Fed, Cleveland Fed president. So we'll see. She also said it may take a couple of years, for example, for the level of activity to get back to where it was or should be after the drop. So we'll see. Here's something that I would say that the vast majority of you that are listening, that are partners, probably care about. Marathon Petroleum, a lot of you own that stock, is in discussions to sell Speedway gas stations. Now, I don't know if you remember this. They were in discussions to do that right before the coronavirus hit and everything fell apart. Now they're back talking to two other companies in order to do that. One is a Canadian company and the other is the parent company which is a Japanese firm, a parent company of 7-Eleven. It's the holding company that owns 7-Eleven. So they're talking to them as well. They're thinking that Speedway is probably going to be, it's probably going to sell somewhere, they're thinking between 15 and $20 billion. Talks are in the very early stages. 
Uh, I think they're probably going to do it. Uh, they've needed to take on a little bit more debt in order to survive. So in all likelihood, uh, it looks like that is going to happen. And I think all in all, it's good news. It's good news for the company, number one. And it's, it's going to be good news for um, the stockholders because it is going to have a positive impact, maybe not immediately, but it's going to have a positive impact on the stock. So, all that is uh, good news. All right, 610-363-1110. It's Rapid Fire Friday. We're going to go to calls. We're going to stay with them now. We have one break, and that is going to be uh, the ag report. Other than that, we've got two hours and 35 minutes of calls. We're going to take your questions, and we're going to start with uh, Farrell from Texas. Hey, Farrell. Morning, Dan. Good morning. Uh, uh, appreciate your ministry, a partner here. And I have a stock that I've had uh, for a while. It's not on your list uh, for our buy list or uh, the other list. But uh, biblical, I want to know if it is biblically responsible. And, and, and Because if it's not, I'll, I'll get rid of it. Uh, uh, what do you think about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, so uh, first of all, as we look at it from a biblically responsible standpoint, um, it it it. I'm just trying to get to make sure before I say anything. It is not uh, biblically responsible. Uh, it was a stock that was on my list for a number of years. I took it off my list. I don't recall that I took it off because they were no longer biblically responsible. I think I took it off for more uh, financial reasons, uh, f uh, um, um, for you know their their security and safety reasons. I think that was the main reason I took it off. But they are not, um, Farrell. Okay. Well, I know I have a profit in it. And it's a good dividend, but I'm going into more dividend-paying stocks. Oh, well, that would be a and, good one to sell then. Yep. And would, okay, uh, based on what you basically said about uh, Marathon just now, uh -huh. uh, would you think that would be a good play for the future? Uh, not now. I mean, it's not on my buy list. And it's not Marathon Oil. It's Marathon Petroleum. They're two different companies. Oh, okay. Both of them okay. are on my list. But it's uh, Marathon uh, Petroleum. And, um, you know, th they, they are, um, they're not on my list. Uh, and, and I wouldn't want to buy them on this news because it may not happen. And, okay. and if it does happen, you always have to remember, if it happens, let's say they, they make a deal, that just means the deal has been made. And maybe they make the deal, the deal preliminarily is approved, but it still has to go because of the size of these companies. It's got to go before the Justice Department and antitrust rules. It, it takes a long time. So if it were to happen today, which is not even, you know, it'd be lucky to happen by October, November. Uh, it's going to take another eight months 
uh, to get final approval. So uh, it's not going to happen quick. But oh well, I'll just probably dump it into T T H H P High Dividend Timothy and just forget about it. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Okay, well, have a good one, Dan. All we right, appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your partnership. 610-363-1110. Let me go to Tony from Texas. Hey, Tony. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I had just a question about John Hancock. I don't, uh, I don't really know about stocks or anything, but uh, my 401k has John Hancock on it. Uh-huh. And I, I was wondering what you thought about them. So uh, that's, that's, that's an annuity. It's an insurance company. It's a life insurance company. Um, I think that they're a very good insurance company. Uh, they're very strong financially. I don't like annuities. They're not biblically responsible. But aside from that, I don't like annuities. And I don't like their funds, their mutual funds, that they have some of their own mutual funds that are probably inside that annuity you might have opportunity to uh, invest in. If that's all you have, that which it likely is, and you're getting a match on your 401k, then try to do the most conservative thing they offer, which hopefully will be a government bond fund, just to get the match. And then anything over and above the match, you can, you can do that on your own. I got to run, though, but hopefully that helps you, Tony. Thank you. Thanks, for, thank you Brother Dan. Love you. you all right, you're welcome. Hi, this is Dan Seward. Watch FISM News, Pathway to Victory, Wretched Radio, Financial Issues with Dan Celia, CBN Newswatch, MXTV, Outspoken, New Life Live, The 700 Club, and all your favorite Christian TV shows. Check out our online TV guide on FISM.TV slash schedule. members of Samaritan Ministries about a year ago. We loved what they stand for. Like any parents, we didn't expect anything catastrophic to happen, but unfortunately, our daughter had an accident in our home. This accident resulted in a four-hour surgery and months of physical therapy. But because of Samaritan Ministries, we were able to go to the top children's specialists in our region. We received such an outpour of letters and prayers for our daughter. And because of the power of Jesus and the power of prayer from the members at Samaritan Ministries, I am so happy to report that our daughter is fully healed. We are forever grateful to Samaritan Ministries and the members for taking the time to encourage us during a difficult time in our lives. Hi, I'm Ian Patrick. And I'm Samuel Case. And we just want to share with you a few fantastic things happening right here at our network. I know where my gifts come from. I'm a daughter of, of the King. The more you are in relationship with God. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. 
Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. The more your heart becomes a yeah. giving heart. I am just assured after that first group, uh, they're not going to be in such a good mood as they are right now because we're going to get right in there and start dealing with some pretty tough stuff. In Des Moines, Iowa, the Democratic Party's bid for the next presidential election candidate was in disarray on Tuesday. So it seems that electric cars are going to be the future in Great Britain. Well, you know, they're the, the crazy thing, the monster truck. Oh! Ministry. People are surrounded, they come up and start asking questions about it. Man, it's one big truck. God's word says to go into all nations and make disciples. And we believe that one way to do that is to produce high quality content for television to go everywhere. We're putting a significant spin on reality TV by keeping uplifting biblical messages at the foundation of all our programming. Welcome back to Financial Issues, I'm Dan Syria. Great to be here, it's Rapid Fire Friday. We're going to stick with the phones. We try to move through questions as quickly as we can. We're going to do that uh, for the next hour, two hours and a half. So cue your call. Remember, as soon as we're done a call, a line is free. Let me go to Glenn. Glenn's calling us from Georgia. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Dan. Thank you so much for your ministry. Appreciate it. Sure thing. Um, so I'm six years away from retirement. I'll be 66 years old. Um, should have my house paid off. Um, I give uh, charitable to my local church. Um, I sh- should have 100000 in a 401k and 100000 in an annuity. Um, and I do have about $10,000 worth of coins. Um, will that be uh, d- diversified enough for uh, a target retirement? Uh, I just wanted to get your, your opinion. Well, I, so it's hard to say, uh, Glenn, because remember, 
what makes diversification is what things are invested in, not the product or the vehicle that you use to invest them in. So I can't, I can't really say because, you know, you could have a 401k with horrible investments or you could have an annuity with horrible investments or you could have one that is extremely conservative, too conservative, and you could have one that's too aggressive. You know, I mean, it really, it really depends upon your, um, uh, you know, what's, what it's in, what the money is actually in the yeah. different investments. So kind of hard the, uh, to say. Sure. The, uh, the 401k is with the T row price and that, that was who my, uh, contractor work went with. And, uh, that's where I placed a lot of my investments. Do you know what funds it is um, in one, what of the, uh, what funds yeah, they use? No, I do not, sir. Okay. I know All it's right. just uh, mutual funds. Yeah. Uh, I do have my military retirement, uh, which is about $2,000 a month coming in. Uh-huh. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think if you're going to use this money someday to say six years from now, whenever to help supplement your income, you know, so you're going to have your military, you're going to have social security, and, um, you know, this money out there to help supplement your income, then one of the things you want to focus on is to not be overly aggressive. You have six years. And the reason why you don't want to be overly aggressive is because three years from now, it could go down dramatically because of those aggressive investments. And it might take four years to come back up to break even, that's a year after you retire. You're not going to be able to wait it out. You don't have the time. So um, at some point in time, maybe not now, but at some point in time, maybe three years from now, you want to start thinking about, you know what, I got to preserve what I have and uh, the principal, not be too awfully aggressive so that when I retire, I can move it in both of these together can move that into an account that I can build an income portfolio to start generating income. And you want to make sure that you have principal, obviously, to move in there. So if you could think about, you know, maybe two, two, three years from now, starting to think about becoming, you know, a little more protective of what you have, then get, you know, and get more conservative. And obviously, between now and the, and the six years, to try to maximize and get as much in there as you possibly can, then um, I think when you get, get retired and you take that pot of money and you invest it in some income, you should, you should be, you know, I mean, you, you should be able to generate uh, some, some decent income, you know, 5 or 6% maybe. Okay. Uh, sounds like some advice, Dan. Appreciate All right. that. All right, Glenn. Hey, thank you for your service, brother. Sure yeah. do appreciate thank that. You. All right. God bless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go to Bill in Alabama. Hey, Bill. Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, Dan, uh, I'm 66 years old. I'm still working. Probably will be for another year or two. Um, and I'm still contributing to my 401k. Um, the question I have is is that my wife and I are somewhat risk-averse, 
And probably because of that, over the years, most of our money in our IRAs and 401ks has wound up in what I'll call cash, you know, mm-hmm. uh, money markets and very, very low return investments. Right. Um, and I know that I've got to get it over into something that's going to produce income here pretty soon. The question's simple. Do we do that now with this being an election year and all that's going on? Or should we just stay parked for a while? Should we wait? Well, w- one one thing is, can you do it now? In other words, your company may not allow you to roll it over while you're still contributing. So they do, they do allow it. They do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would based on some uh, based on some earlier advice of yours. I actually did that once already. I I took a hundred thousand out of it and I dumped it into a uh, into a brokerage fund and. Wound up splitting half of that into basically cash and then tried to build a small model of income producing stocks on the other side mm-hmm. with the other 50K. And so it was kind of like an experiment to see if I sure. could try it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would, um, I would definitely start doing it now. I, I, I would start building, I would start building the portfolio out. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you don't have to do it all at once, but I think it would be wise to start moving it in. Uh, it's going to help you have a little bit more of a conservative uh, outlook. It's going to give you a year's time to uh, build that out so that you can kind of hit the road running when you get out and start drawing that income. So uh, you don't want to be fully invested. Here's an ideal scenario that I'll just run by you for the listeners. The ideal scenario is you got X amount of dollars, and, and some of that money, what, so you've got this money and you would like to um, try to generate, you know, 5% income a year off of that. And, and let's say that's, um, let's say that's a hundred hours. So that mm-hmm. 5% a year is a hundred hours. And so what you want to try to do when you build the portfolio and you're getting ready to start is to already have a hundred dollars in your money market account inside that brokerage account. The reason being is you're going to get in a kind of a systematic withdrawal thing. So you're generating income of that hundred hours. So now you're taking the hundred hours. You say, okay, my goal 5% or what I have is $10. I'm going to start drawing $10 uh, a month out every month. While you're drawing that out, it's being replenished because the dividends are going back into that money market account. So by the end of the year, you would have drawled it all out, but it's, you can start over again because now you, you know what I mean? So you, so you don't want to go in and get a hundred percent invested, set aside a, a, you know, some money in cash that can be kind of jumpstart that first year. And then you're going to be in the mode where it's just generating, you know, the income uh, on a annual basis. And you don't have to worry about, hey, they're coming in all different times. And, you know, one month I got $81 coming off the stock. The next month I have nothing and so on and so forth. Because all that matters is what you get at the end of the year. So you get enough at the end of the year, but it's hard to get a consistent cash flow out of it if you don't start out with it already. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. So the only other thing I would say is that should I be concerned about potential swings in the market? No. You know, valuations, prices? No. no. Okay. No. Here's right. why. 
I mean, don't even think about it. I know you're risk adverse. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Uh, but uh, here's, here's what you need to, it's really hard because it's so counterintuitive, but we don't care if things go down. I mean, if you're, an in, if you're a true income investor and you're trying to generate some income, don't, it doesn't matter because your income's not going to change. If the stock mm-hmm. is paying a, a dollar five a share, it doesn't matter if the share is $40 or $20, you're still getting your dollar five. And mm-hmm. so, and it doesn't matter if the share you buy to 20, it goes up to 60 and you're all excited. It doesn't matter. Don't get excited when it goes up either because you're still getting a dollar mm-hmm. five, you know, it's right. so you, if, if you're a true income investor, the only thing you're focused on is income. And the only thing you right. care about it, when you get in that mode for a year, you're not going to care a lick about what the market does. It's going to be okay. so irrelevant. Well, the only reason, and the only reason I even raise that point is because you're right. I think once I own it, I'm really not concerned about whether it goes up and down. I'm, I mean, hopefully, I'm buying things that are going to be pretty, pretty stable. But, uh, but, but if it's going to be cheaper because the market's on a downward trend in say six months, you could buy more stock with the dollars you have. Right, and that's what you want to do. So it's always good to get in when the market is down, especially if you're an income investor. And I, I've been saying this a lot this week. I'm not sure why. I just got a lot of calls on it. But people say, well, I'm overloaded in utilities or I'm overloaded. In, don't, if you're an income investor, it's okay. I mean, I don't want you to get carried away and have it all in one sector. I still want you to be diversified. But at the same time, you're, you're really trying to accumulate shares, not money, shares. And that's your goal. Gotcha. So uh, that's what you stay focused on, and you'll do, you'll do great. Hey, Dan, that's really good advice. Thanks. That's very clear. I, can, I think I can act on that. Good, good. All right, Bill, I wish you all the best. Thank you. Take good care. I will. Thank you. God bless. Good stuff. Um, there, that's one of those uh, uh, just great fundamental principles that we have a hard time digesting. And unfortunately, so many times you don't hear that. It's one of those benefits of doing it yourself and coming to that understanding. You don't have anybody tugging on your gains to say, well, you know, let's sell it. Let's buy something else. You know, you're, you, you get it and you understand it. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. We have one line open, 610-363-1110, Rapid Fire Friday. We'll be back right after this. Have you noticed how people seem to be cutting the cord? More and more people are ditching their cable TV and are going online for their favorite news and entertainment programming. We at Financial Issues Stewardship Ministries see this trend as an opportunity to influence our culture for Christ. So, FISM TV was born. FISM TV is a post-cable television network providing quality programming that is biblically sound and family-friendly. FISM TV can be streamed worldwide across the web and on all connected TV devices, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and more. Watch Financial Issues with Dan Celia, The 700 Club, Wretched Radio, New Life Live, and more quality Christian programs right here. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Proclaiming truth and encouraging you. This is FISM TV. You know, in India, the lockdown by the central government has made it so difficult for people to obtain food. The conditions in India have become so bad that many people have completely lost hope. That's why we are coming alongside our friends at India Partners to raise money for the hunger in India. By giving a donation of any amount to this campaign, you'll receive two copies of my book, the fear of money. Join us in this strong with India Partners campaign. Help India Partners provide food for those affected by COVID-19. Would you go right now to FISM.tv slash strong with India Partners and donate. Be an answer to prayer. Help feed the hungry in India in the name of Christ. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. 610-363-1110, 610-363-1110. If you want to cue your call up, now's a good time to do it. It's Rapid Fire Friday, so we try to take as many calls as we can. We're going to go to phones. By the, oh, by the way, before I forget, happy Father's Day. Uh, I know I'm, uh, I'm going to forget. Uh, I'm still kicking myself because I never, I don't think once that I say happy mother's day. So, um, I'm still, I'm still annoyed over that. But, um, anyway, happy father's day. I know there are many of you that are, um, been, been blessed with fatherhood and, and, uh, just wanted to wish you a happy father's day. So let me go to, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence calling us from Mississippi. Hey, Lawrence. Hey, Dan, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Uh, I'm an income investor, and so far I have nothing in the IT sector. Uh, it's only your, your percentage is 1%. Uh-huh. And I got to looking, and, and there's one stock on there that's a yellow stock. Yes, I know it. And it is it's growth and income. Yes. And I wonder if you could try to invest in that, even though it's up high right now. Um, it is up high right now, but uh, I, they continue to seem to want to run up. I think there's so much going on in the technology space. Uh, this company that you're talking about, and I'm trying to get the number on it for, for our listeners, so uh, I'll, I'll try to do, oops, I guess I'm, IT70, yeah, that sounds right. Um, 
but I'll, I'll verify it. But yeah, I, um, I think it would be, again, I'll go back to what I just said to uh, Bill, is that keep in mind that if we are income investors, which you are, we've got to keep in mind that we just don't care that much. I mean, obviously when it's up high, you can buy more of it, you know, if um, you get more shares. So that's, that's always a good thing. But um, IT770 and IT48 is another one. Now, IT48 is not on uh, the buy list. And, but, I, but there are a couple others on the buy list that you should look at to see what the income is that they're paying and um, compare it anyway, even though it's not, they're not yellow. So you should at least, you should at least look at those anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think we're not really that concerned um, about price other than we want to try to accumulate as many shares as we can. And the higher it is, the, you know, obviously the fewer shares that, that you get, and that's the downside. But um, anyway, something, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I lost Lawrence. He must be on a, a, a cell phone, has a bad connection, so. All right, 610-363-1110. I hope you heard me, Lawrence. Uh, let me go to Richard in Kentucky. Hey, Richard. Hello, Dan. Um, I think I can go to your website and get an answer to one of my questions, which is about a charitable gift annuity and charitable remainder trust. Uh-huh. And now, I don't, there's not much on my website, but you can go to um, afafoundation.net. A okay. afafoundation.net, and that's the best place to get information. All right, so my, my question today is about the Federal Reserve, and we know that they can, I mean, they've recently announced that they're starting to buy, uh, directly buy corporate bonds. Yes. And, and <clears throat> we know that they're buying all kinds of assets and expanding their, dramatically expanding their balance sheet. So isn't this, um, in essence, isn't what the Fed does fraudulent that they're, they're uh, expanding the money supply, which, in essence, is stealing from the American people? So they're, they're not expanding it or stealing money. They are increasing capital by increasing liquidity. The goal is, is to put money in. They're not taking money out, they're putting, putting money in. And unlike the federal government's balance sheet, theoretically, it is not the people's money. Now, I said back in March 
that I believe the Federal Reserve is likely to end up, when this is all over, with somewhere between 12 and $14 trillion on their balance sheet. They started this with four. They already had four. That four yeah. was from 2008. So I think I'm going to hold to that number. Most everybody else is lower than that. But I think that's what it's going to end up to be. But the Federal Reserve, remember, is not the federal government. It's a private entity. And they are putting these, this money on the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. If there's any problem, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a misnomer uh, or a bit of a, I don't know, a, a scheme to get cash flow without actually taking the cash flow. If they were in the stock market, it would be called naked selling or naked buying, meaning they're buying something, but they really don't have the money. They're buying it off of uh, cash flow as things are coming due. And so, uh, but, I, but regardless, when this is all said and done, and we are hopefully going to start talking about debt at some point in time. I've been writing about it since, well, I've written four times about it recently, talking about nobody's talking about it, and that's a problem. It really, even when we talk about it, is going to be the Federal Reserve is going to be excluded. So the money they have on their balance sheet is going to be excluded. And what I've been saying about the Federal Reserve is, they need, which they're not going to do, and I understand why, but they got to have an exit strategy. Now, the Federal Reserve had already started exiting, or Jerome Powell, had already started exiting what happened in 2008. So they had already started that. Then they stopped it because they believed it was having a, a negative impact on the markets. So they stopped it. So they're not exiting anymore. Exiting the way they exit is a lot different than the way the federal government exit. The federal government basically can't exit. They don't have the money. They can't exit. There's nothing they can do. The Federal Reserve, all they have to do to exit is not repurchase the matured bonds that they are buying, whether they're government or corporate. So they exit by gradually stopping the repurchasing of the matured bonds. So a bond matures, they have a two-year government bond and it comes due, they get their money back and instead of putting the money and buying another bond, they keep it, they keep the money. So they, they're in a very different situation because they're not dependent upon tax-paying dollars to generate their income. The government's doing that by depending on taxpaying dollars to try to generate revenue. And when they can't, they're printing money so that they can issue and have buyers for that. So it's a very, it's a very different situation. And oftentimes people look at them very similar because we think, well, that is the government. It isn't the government. They're not the government. We, we, you know, they named it intentionally federal reserve back in 1913 when it was established to give the impression that the government was involved in it 
because they didn't want people to really come to the realization that their monetary system was being handed over to a private entity. And, you know, the, the name has stuck and people still think the same. It isn't. It is a private entity and we've got to always keep that in mind. So they don't have access. They don't have access to the same things that the federal government has access to. Well, when they buy a bond, a corporate bond, for example, don't they create that money out of there's create the money out of nothing in order to be able to buy that bond? No, 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 no. Because the Federal Reserve, since 1913, has been making trillions of dollars off banks. The the so the federal the Federal Reserve manages our monetary system. No bank, no bank cannot be a member of a federal reserve of the federal reserve. So a bank says, Hey, we need some money. They go to what is called the lending window at the federal reserve and they borrow money. They got to pay for that. They don't get it for free. The federal reserve is managing the system and they get paid for managing the system. And the federal reserves never spending any money. They have been lately. Uh, and since 2008, but they have, they have a pretty big war chest, uh, if you can imagine. So, no, they have, they have money. Now, I would argue that it's really a kind of a, more of a journal entry than it is actually laying out the money, but, but they have the money. Do they have, uh, I know this much, they lent $7 trillion in 2009 to foreign nations so they have a ton of money. They got most of that back, but they lent a huge amount of money. They got some money sitting around. So um, it really isn't pulling it out of thin air. That's what the government does. Federal Reserve doesn't do that. All right, folks, we'll be back. Rapid Fire Friday right after this. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.